Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Virgo season. Welcome to Millennial Love. Okay, loves, I'm trying to get this skin all the way together, so I've joined Cara in using BioClarity, and I love it. Within just a few short weeks, I already noticed clear skin and reduced blemishes, unlike other products that take forever to see results. I absolutely love the cool and soothing feeling from the cucumber and oat kernel extracts included in BioClarity. BioClarity doesn't use benzoyl peroxide, which causes dryness and irritation. And this product is truly for all skin types because I can tell it reduces my oiliness and shininess without drying out my skin. And for all my natural loves out there, BioClarity is good for the skin and mother nature. It's 100% vegan, gluten-free, and paraben-free. One of the best parts in using BioClarity clarity is that it's quick and easy with only three steps first you cleanse with the foaming facial cleanser removing dirt and oil next you treat with the cream attacking bacteria to clear your skin and lastly apply the restore gel and you're done so make the move to clear skin all you have to do is go to bioclarity.com and our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's a $20 savings with 100% money back guarantee. Just enter our code LOV3. That's bioclarity.com entering the code LOV3. Finally, a treatment that actually works. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Virgo season. Hey, 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 hey. Hold on, I'm about to freeze out. Hey, (laughs) we in this thing today. What you talking about? Shit. It's Virgo season and we up in this bitch. We about to turn up. Uh. We turning 30. Get the drink ready because drinks on me. Hey. 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 I'm turning 30 with y'all. How about that? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> she forgot about me. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 31 of Millennial Love, where we do discuss sex, love, and how we are selfish, selfish as, as fuck. I'm glad y'all we joined We brought it back. I know, that was cool. It's Virgo season. We're doing everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how was y'all week? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm in the Virgo spirits. You feel me? Mm, my birthday you feel was, me? My birthday was on the 23rd, so thank y'all so much for all the love that y'all showed Bye. me. Yes, absolutely. Mine is in two days. I'm super excited. (laughs) Car, when is your birthday? Mine is September 21st, so I got a little minute, but I'm celebrating all (laughs) September long, so don't even worry about it. All of our go season. You still got time to get your fitness in? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not eating after tomorrow, actually. It's out. I'm starving myself. All of the great Virgos. I mean, you know, it's us, obviously. Michael Uh, Jackson. Michael Jackson. uh, The... Beyonce, Queen, the Beyonce, the motherfucking Beyonce. Giselle, motherfucking nose, <laughs> motherfucking <Giselle>. Carter. <laughs> I wonder what she's doing for her birthday. I know, right? She need to sit down with them big old really? titties. <laughs> no, Roll the skating. Where them twins at, Right. <laughs> no, nah, but it's such a beautiful time. I enjoy this, this time because obviously it's transitioning into, what, fall? Yep. Well, whatever fall is whatever in Dallas. Whatever fall will be in so, Dallas. We just appreciate listen, it. I don't give a finuck. This <laughs> fall and winter, I'm wearing, I'm layering, like, it, oh, I might pass out, but I'm doing listen. it. I'm doing it. Look, listen. for the longest, like, for the longest, like, my swag wasn't, like, wasn't where it should be. Oh, stop. So it's always fr- been. But listen, my friends have a running joke. Like, oh, when the fall comes, that's they, they say <laughs> I have sweater swag. <laughs> you do. The nigga, the you nigga be dressed do. down during the fall. You do. And I was like, because sweaters look good on no, me. You no, know? bro. If you hit a sweater with a button down underneath that hoe, you ain't got to do nothing now. Nah, oh, that's your signature, you know. Justin. It you is. Know. You ain't got to do nothing. And you put a cap on with it. Yeah, like, you, you layer know. it all together. I yeah. love it. And I'm doing it. I don't care <laughs> if it's 80 degrees outside. I'm still gonna layer. But Soon you know as September hits, I'm hitting with the boots. Right. Like I don't give a I'm darn. I'm doing it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't give you a. You know darn. what I can appreciate about Dallas though? Dallas have re- we have more good weather than bad weather. Like even yeah, though maybe like 
100 degrees outside, but it's still pretty. Agreed. It's not going to rain. Um, and if it does rain, it rains for a little bit and then it gets back pretty. Like right. So for the most part, that's exactly something I can appreciate. Very true. So yeah. um, I appreciate you, Dallas, and your weather, even though it's hot as fuck during the summertime. <laughs> Stupid hot. So how was your week? Really good. I've been super productive this week. Um, yeah, I mean, I've just, I, I've been like literally, I started my budget a couple weeks ago and I have been sticking nice. to it. And nice. I mean, although it's been hard, but um, I haven't had no money left over yet. But I'm still sticking to my budget, so that's good. You did um, make a good. You did make a good point on your Insta story about like knowing where every penny goes. Yeah, and that will help you realize how much you can save. So yeah. good job on that. And I haven't been able to do that because I haven't been able to really save. Is because I've been on. I'm. I have been to San Francisco actually. Or I'm going to San Francisco rather, um, and so that like little bit of savings money is gonna go straight to that trip because it's hella expensive out there. But other than that, like, I've been really sticking to my budget. So we'll see. And that's, like, my new goal for when I turn 30. I need to see where all my coins go. That's important. All that of my important. coins. It's very important. But yeah, it's hard. It's so hard. Especially because you could just swipe or, like, Venmo or let me call this Lyft. Like, I, like literally Lyft be taking all of my extraneous money. Where are you lifting? Just to, from here to, like, Deep Ellum or downtown. Why? Because I don't be wanting to drink and drive. Plus, oh, parking is stupid parking is dumb and i yeah. parked in uptown one time when i had i went out in on mckinney actually um and freaking parked downtown or in uptown and somebody sideswiped my car what? no didn't leave a no yeah didn't leave a note or nothing i mean it wasn't like aesthetically it wasn't a lot of damage but still like the whole side there's like a scrape line wow yeah. that's terrible okay i get it yeah, and you have a luxury so, car and i yeah, drive and I'm like, like and know. i didn't get it i didn't go to like the dealership for that because i mean my insurance ain't gonna I think I have un uninsured motors. If you don't have uninsured motors, get uninsured oh, motors coverage. Yeah. Especially in Texas. Yeah. Get it, because it's a I'm whole bunch of... <laughs> no, I already know what she I was about like, to say. I already knew, but I'm with you. But I'm with you. Because I understand, because that happened to me when I was in Shreveport. Um, I'm, and you know, yeah. well, okay, we can we can talk. Yeah, we, that. Not, we can talk about this off the off mic, right? Because yeah, that's that's real racist. <laughs> but well, they, how they say yeah. that off wax? Yeah, put that on wax, man. Because ah. <laughs> of that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I get it. I'm, I I guess I'm I, because I'm a, a little further out from downtown. I'm like, well, the amount I'm going to pay an yeah. Uber is the same amount that I'm probably going to pay for parking, parking. So yeah, I'll just drive. Yeah, <laughs> and if I get too drunk, I'll just Uber. Yeah, and you I mean know. it'd be like it, it's it's not really that expensive, but it's, it just adds up. Okay. So it's like five dollars here, ten dollars there, a, sur a surge charge here and there ends up oh, being yeah. like fifty dollars a month, and that's like fifty dollars I could be putting towards something else. Right, so. right, right. Yeah. Well, Thanks. my week was great. I turned 33 years old, and if you're listening to this, me Whoa! and my friends, we are currently in New Orleans, Millie Rockin' Ay. down bourbon, drunk all day, Ay. all day, eating, uh, what is it called? Arsters from Drago's. Yeah. Charbroil, Charbroil, Charbroil. Beignets, my nigga. Yeah. Mm. Hand grenades. Hand grenades. You know, I don't really like it's hand It's okay. Grenades. Don't 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 rain on my, my birthday <laughs> weekend right <laughs> my now. Bad, my bad, it's my okay. Bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. And we living it up. So happy birthday to me. I'm sure I'm, I am, my future self is enjoying my time. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a great week. But, yeah. And obviously we're recording early, so. Yes. Well, <laughs> same here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still out here, shawty. I'm at somebody's day party. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we making this thing. We are completely making this thing. <laughs> because up. I already know what I'm doing. I'm at somebody's day party, completely lit, in somebody else's section that is not mine. Um, <laughs> with this swimsuit on, just living it up because I'm 30 almost and Ay. i still look good yeah, you still look young Ay. you still look 12 Ay. yeah so <laughs> i'm having a good time i am enjoying friends that came in from out of town to celebrate with me and i'm just happy about moving forward this is the time of the year where i like make my plans y'all know right. my yeah. birthday is right I, like, yeah free this is your visit. this is when shell has her new year's, new year's resolution, resolution. Right. yeah because this is my new year right exactly. that's dope so. look at you you so different yeah. <laughs> no, but listen, I'm, I'm really sure. like I thought about something like I really would like to take all of this energy that I just get around this birthday time and learn how to have that throughout the year. Mm. 
Because I think it's important that one, I think it's always great that some you should celebrate yourself. So all of you who tend to not do anything on your birthday, you need to change that because I feel like you need to create, you need to tell people how to treat you. And that's, that's where you start for your mm. birthday. Um, but anyways, all this good energy I have, like, I feel like extra energized. I feel like I can conquer the world during this time. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to like bring that into my, my year all around. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be reflecting and thinking on how I can and how I can do that because it's such a good feeling. It's almost as if like nobody can take your shine away. Like uh, it's right, your birthday. Yeah. It's you your can time. cry if you want to. Right. All that good stuff. But it will be great to feel this way all year round. So that's something I, I need to think about. Yeah. No, that is a great way to think about it. Um, what y'all doing for Labor Day? Because I know we talk about birthday stuff, but... <laughs> Well, I mean, it's still Virgo season. And I know you right. say you celebrate the whole month of yeah, September, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I just celebrate the all whole, of Virgo season. Virgo. So, yeah, that's dope. I'm with um, I have friends that are coming in town for Labor Day. And then we're going to go to Houston because that is the, what do they call it? It's the classic. Labor Day classic. What am I thinking? Labor Day <laughs> classic for PV and TSU. And so oh, that's it's gonna like be a big. so fun. Yeah. And it'll be my first time being at a Labor Day classic in like eight years. That's dope. Yeah. You're going to have fun. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I'm sure I'll be in Dallas somewhere. Yeah. My Like New Orleans was like, I mean, this weekend is probably like my last time, uh, you know, traveling for a good little minute. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll be at someone's barbecue. Um, I love party. Labor Day, bro. I love Labor Day and I love Memorial Weekend. I don't know why. I mean, you know. Because, because it's because the it's time when all of our friends are off. <laughs> right. Yeah. We all are off and everybody wants to do something, mm-hmm. you know, and I love drinking during the daytime. So it's perfect. Exactly. Like barbecue, Day food, and drink. Is, it's best. It's like, it's so amazing. It is. It's so just, much better time, than. Yeah. You have time you to like get your to, mind right. Exactly. Right. Rehydrate. Yeah. I wonder if these young kids are day drinking. Because yeah. I know oh, we're day drinking. Hell, well, they're they're day doing drugs is what they're uh, doing. Yeah. <laughs> they are some drug doing. Because I didn't drink during the daytime in college. Did you? Me either. Unless it was, it was homecoming. Night. I didn't even really go. I did go to happy hour like the latter parts I did. of uh, college. I, I was had broke. night classes and I was like, bitch, I'm going. I'm going happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Before class. No, no. Well, it was afternoon classes. It was like oh, class would okay. start from like four to six. Okay. Well, class would be from four to six, and I would just go drink after that. Okay. Yeah, I so, mean, I, yeah, I don't think I day drink unless it was like Greek picnic or um, homecoming. Okay. Those were like the day drinking times. I think the first time I day drank in college was graduation. We had a flask <laughs> while we were sitting there. What? Yeah. Listen. And we were drinking. And that's when the song Flex had just came out. Yeah, uh, flex. With the flex. Yeah. 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 With the, we were literally sitting there with the flask passing it from like six different people. And what? Flexing. Yeah, like we weren't listening. The mayor at the time, wait, the governor, mm. whatever his name is, Rick Perry, mm-hmm. him, he was speaking. I don't know what that man said. Okay. <laughs> we were lit. Listen, you see, for my graduation, I kind of felt like I was just too deep at that time. Because, you know, I really? took off like... I took off two and a half years to three years from college. So when I graduated, it was like, I don't know these people. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, okay, this is a proud moment. I graduated. But I really wanted to be like, I want to swag surf and pass flats like y'all were doing, Mm -hmm. you know? It was But it was cool. It was. I think that was my first time day drinking, but (laughs) I got it down pat now. (laughs) Right. For Labor Day, it's done. (laughs) Well, my sister has planned a... Well, I talked about this on the last episode. My sister planned a surprise uh, cabin trip for me and all my friends. What? Courtney, right? Yeah, yeah, you said that last week. Courtney. Yeah, Yeah, I said it last week. But um, she invited all of my, like, tenured friends, like, back to my high school friends. That's dope. And they're all... And college friends and my cousins um, and, like, one of her best friends who I actually really like. Shout out to Sid. But, um... Yeah, so I am really looking forward to this upcoming weekend. Like, my sister was like, Cara, everybody has to bring two bottles. <laughs> she was like, we about to be eating good, drinking good, all of that. Will so she make that strawberry be- cake? I'm sure she the might strawberry, make the strawberry she cake. Has to. I don't know. <laughs> but she has a whole itinerary and like she's 
she's been ruining surprises left and right because she don't know how to like <laughs> like literally even last night she was like Carl oh my god okay I just have to I mean you just forcing me to tell you I'm like I haven't I've been telling you not to tell me right stuff. and she's telling you everything but it's she's okay. telling me about her gift that she got me I'm Aww, like Court can you not tell me all that's she's sweet. like but I'm just so excited. excited I'm like yeah. oh my god you guys worked on that so you know that's yeah. beautiful that's beautiful so anyway I'm really really excited about it we're gonna rent a car my best friend from high school is coming in town from uh, Maryland or from DC Liddy. Um, and it's about DC to be folks fun. Yeah, she's they're like she's woke crazy. and fun. It's like the best of both worlds. You know crazy. what I'm saying? They're minimalist. They don't need all that extra shit. It's like, no, I'm just gonna walk a few blocks and go have drinks. And I'm like, <laughs> over here, we're like, nah, bitch, let's hop in the car. Right. Because right. we ain't walking. Yeah, and she lives in the city. And that it's fool, dope. shout out to Brittany. That fool was like, uh, who come into the cabin? Because you know I don't like to wear clothes. I said people, <laughs> people, husbands and boyfriends oh, will yeah. be there, you need so to chill you need to, it, have to put on clothes. You have to put on clothes. That's gonna be interesting. So please let us know how that I goes. I will. I will. So as much as we are in the fun mode, it wouldn't be millennial love if we did not dig deep into some thoughtful <laughs> shit. You know, we just always just digging deep. But today I wanted to talk about um, our communication styles while dating and its effects and how it, its effects on our relationships and how it impacts our relationships. I think it's very um, it's very important for you to understand your communication style because this will help you learn how to um, you know communicate in an effective way um, and not and not allow your feelings to I don't know like just to like take over the way you communicate. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's because, and, and I say it's important because as I was going through like, you know, the four different communication styles that this, I read on this article, um, like, it, it's, it's like one of the worst ones, the way I communicate, or it can appear to be one of the worst ones, you yeah. know? And even though my intent is not coming from a negative place, you know, if wrong timing, given the situation, if I communicate in my normal way of communicating, um, it can be taken the wrong way. And mm. then obviously, you know, confrontation can erupt and I'm within a situation. So um, I wanted to ask y'all, what what's your most common communication style and why do you think you communicate that way? Well, I'll just say that um, in the four communication styles <clears throat> that you sent is um, passive, aggressive, passive aggressive, and assertive. Um, I feel like I resonate more with assertive mm -hmm. and it's specifically because I've worked on that. Um, okay. I can say in the past and specifically like high school, college, I was aggressive. It was like what I wanted, like, we're going to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had to learn that that pushes people away mm -hmm. more than it gets them to actually communicate with right, you. Right, right. And then just for my own well-being and, like, mental health, <laughs> um, I needed to work on that because it puts you in a bad place when you're so aggressive mm -hmm. and you don't get the response that you want. Yeah. So um, I am very assertive now. Um, I use I statements. Mm -hmm. um, I feel I don't try to blame the other person. I don't try to make them feel bad. Um I'm more so wanting you to understand where I'm coming from so right. that we can both discuss this and then get to a mutual ground. That's the way I try to communicate in relationships now. Um, and I think it's, like I said, because of growth and like having to work on it, but also because I've been in relationships with people that don't talk at all. <sighs> And so, um, it's hard. It's hard. I specifically was assertive. So, no one, that person couldn't say that, hey, like, no, you're making me do this. Like, no, no. I'm literally talking about me. Right. And you're just not responding to how I, I feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> um, I think for me, I probably resonate, I would say I resonate more with being assertive. Um, I think, and I, I think it's learned as well. Um, I think growing up, I was very passive because, like, my mom was such a, she was like a, you know, it was her way or the highway, and I couldn't express my feelings, so I just became passive. Like, it was just like, oh, I didn't really truly learn how to identify what how I felt. It was like, okay, well, how do you feel or what do you want, which is mm. terrible. It's like, how do you live like that? Mm -hmm, um, yeah. So I think 
in the beginning, I was very passive. Um, and then I became passive aggressive because of the frustration. And then it's like, now I'm assertive. It's like, this is what I want. This is how I feel. Um, and this is what, you know, I, this is, this is, if, if we're in a, if we're communicating together, um, I'm going to let you know my viewpoint and then you need to let me know your viewpoint because that way we can work together. Um, but I think, Overall, I think I came to this style of communicating mm -hmm. through me going through like a like a lot of dark times, realizing that wait, Justin, like you know, you're not doing whatever you want to do. Like you're so you're so concerned about someone else and like how they would feel within a situation. So I had to take a step back, and I'm like, you're not living. Like you're living for other people. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously that passive aggressive. It I don't think. I mean I don't know. Pass, being passive aggressive it doesn't work well with me. Um, only because of this whole new like shade, no shade. You know, like you don't know, like you don't know if it's real or not. Whenever right. they being passive aggressive, yeah. so now I'm like just extremely assertive. And for most, some people cannot take that. Um, and then outside of that, I speak very firmly. Um, sometimes words don't mean things with me, <laughs> so it's like I'm. It's just I have to make sure that I watch what I say through my assertiveness because of how aggressive I speak. Um, I'm sorry, how assertive? I mean, just my tone mm -hmm. and like me communicating the right things. Like I need to make sure that the words that I'm saying is something that I truly feel, and it's it 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 goes into this particular discussion. Right. So I would say I resign resonate more with um, the assertive communi uh, communication style. Well, I think that um, I have different communication styles depending on what environments I'm in. So I can just start While like... While dating? Well, yes. And well, okay. So while dating, if it comes to my like just relationships with significant others then literally i am aggressive and assertive at the same time and mm -hmm. i say i'm aggressive because i literally like i am quick to anger i i have to be cognizant of of that fact and i yell i get like really angry i talk about how they don't do this and they don't do that um and ben can tell you he'd be so sick of me it is like ridiculous but <laughs> Um, I'm very aggressive, but I'm also assertive when it comes to me letting them know what I want, what I will not deal with, the things that like I want for my future, etc. Because I think that's important in growth with in a relationship. But when it comes to like my office self, I am very passive, which mm -hmm. is like not who I am innately. I think that's why I have so much so much pent up like. I don't want to say aggression, but frustration. just frustration because I don't feel like I have, I can be assertive. I feel like there are consequences to being assertive. I feel like I would seem as if my assertiveness will equal aggressive aggression. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to come off as aggressive. So I, I'm passive literally because of that. Um, I think my passiveness and my aggression was a learned behavior from like childhood. Like my grandmother is an extremely aggressive communicator to the point where, I mean, literally she's either whispering or screaming. Like there's no like in between. <laughs> and so I learned that when you want to get someone's attention, like you should yell at them because it got my attention as a kid. Mm. Um, and so I still have remnants of that in my relationship where actually on my, um, uh, what is it called? <laughs> <laughs> my relationship goals um, for our New Year's resolution, we did, uh, what is it called? I, I can't think vision of it either. The vision, vision board. board. Child, I'm like, vision what the heck? Board. On my vision board, me and Ben did a vision board. And one of our, like, covenants to each other was no yelling. Effective communication. Or wait, it says alternative dispute resolution, no yelling. Because I, he doesn't yell. Like, Ben, I can count on one hand the number of times he's yelled at me ever. But I just get so, like aggressive and when I'm angry that I just start yelling and I don't even know I'm yelling and he has to say Cara like you gotta calm down which makes me mad 
because mm. I am calm. I'm just. <laughs> but then another thing I Yelling, do. Yelling, I am calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. <laughs> um, but also um, another thing that I realized that I do when I'm angry is I curse. And I don't, I mean, I curse in, I don't curse with being in normal conversation unless I'm like saying what somebody else said. But like just as a rule of thumb, he doesn't curse. So I don't norm- normally curse around him or with him. But when I get mad, I just be like, what the fuck, blah, 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 bitch this, fuck, fuck that. Like, and so I have to be cognizant that that turns my assertiveness into aggression when I'm unable to use my words to really like communicate what I want or why I'm angry. And I resort to just cursing and I don't curse him out, but I just curse. Well, at him and he's like oh you're cursing at me don't there's, do that yeah there's there's not a difference for me yeah. i'm kind of like i i've been around someone that would curse mm-hmm. and i would say you're cursing at me and they were like no i'm not cursing at you i'm just using the word but you're talking to me yeah so if there's nobody else around i feel like you're cussing at me like you cursing mm-hmm. me out and so like <laughs> that for me like you were saying like how when you get angry that is like a trigger point for me and then I get I resort back to the aggression Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so it's like I try not to let people trigger me but cursing at me is like my number one trigger if you use a curse word when you're talking to me it's done like I'm I've shut down and there's no and I'm working on that because everybody is not trying to curse at you some people just like you said, when you yeah, get angry, I just that get just mad. happens. Yeah. yeah, but it's tough. It, that that's a trigger for me because I was never cursed at as a child. Neither oh, one of okay. my parents were cursed. you cursed as, as a child as a child, or Mm-mm. did they curse? Mm-mm. You see, I don't mind cursing because I wasn't. Yeah, I think I was. I was just kind of bad, so it's just <laughs> like you know, I, I'm more than sure I got cursed out. Like well, my mom and, definitely said, "Justin, shut the fuck up." I mean, or and like I, sit your ass down. Yeah, and like my mom has never said that. <laughs> right. My mom, I think like the harshest thing my mom said as far as like um, using a curse word was damn. And it just sounded so weird when really? she said it. It was like, <laughs> Michelle, shut your damn mouth. And I was like, <laughs> okay, what, what is that? <laughs> but so, yeah, I mean, that's just a trigger for me. And I resort back to aggression. So mm. I can understand that it's easy to go back. And I, I think, think Ben I, Ben oh. is the same as you. He was never cursed at as a child. So his thing, and he doesn't curse. So it's mm. like a double kind of like double-edged sword for him. Because it's like, and then I didn't curse for a really long time. And I started, I really didn't start cursing until after I got offline, like for AK. Because we got cussed out. And so it just kind of like. Yeah. In order to like get your aggression out, you'd be like, fuck. Like <laughs> after that. So it's like, I don't know. I just cursed. And I'm, so he just does not deal with that. He completely goes let. He's like, I'm going to hang up on you. Yeah. I'm not doing it. You see, I'm glad you brought that up because I think I, when I'm cursing, it's because I want to get something out of you. Like, I want to get mm. some emotion out of you because obviously what I'm saying is not resonating with you or you're not, you don't want to give in, not give in, but you don't want to come to a common ground because you know sometimes you have these arguments and it's like y'all just talking. Yeah, there's You're not no common ground. Nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. whenever I start cursing, it's like I need you to understand the severity of how I feel and what I'm saying. That's so, yelling for me. And, and and it's just like at this point, even if you do like shut down and just be like, okay, I want you to understand how serious I am right now. Yeah. Right. And which is probably like it's not right. But you know, sometimes when you have these people who, who have, I would say, have more control over their emotions and feelings, I sometimes feel like they can use that to their advantage. For sure. Within a like a, a very controversial topic. But is that more control, or is that refusing to acknowledge those emotions? Well, at this point, in which I've. Um, I, I mean, since I've been an adult for quite some time, I only get that heated whenever I'm possibly communicating to someone who's emotionless. Okay. Yeah, me too. Because it's just like, 
you know, one, if the conversation is going somewhere, then obviously I'm not going to curse because there's progress or there's, yeah, I'm developing exactly. understanding. But yeah. it's when we're just talking and you're, you saying what you would, how you experienced it. And I'm saying how I'm experiencing it. I'm trying to like get to the next level for us to at least resolve. come resolve mm -hmm. or come to some understanding. And you're just choosing not to do that. And I can see that you're choosing not to do this because it's plain. It's simple. It's not hard. You don't need time <laughs> to think about it. Yeah. It's like black and white. And that's when I begin to curse. And then I was like, you know what? Well, fuck it. I don't care if you get in your feelings because now I'm frustrated. And I need you to understand how how frustrated you made me feel. And so that's how it is. You want to evoke emotion. And that's, I, I do, think, yeah. with, especially with Ben. Um, and he said, I can talk about this. Okay, uh, cool. So I, I can I love how y'all, you know, get. Because I asked him, I was like, are you okay with me, like, discussing? Because we just had a really, really bad argument that lasted for two days, um, like a few weeks ago. And it was just about his inability to, like, show emotion. He comes from an emotionless household. Um, and his mom, we even had a conversation about it. Like, literally, right before he left here to go back to school, she called me, and she was like, we need to have a talk because I need to prepare you for, like, being not being in there anymore because I know, like, you're an emotional person, and I just want to explain to you why he's not and what that means for your relationship, et cetera. And so he came from, and his mom is very stoic. You know, and she's, I mean, she's definitely a loving person, but she is like the rock of the family. His dad is the one that's like emotional. And, you know, when men with emotion, they, they show it usually through anger, but he's mm -hmm. very romantic. He's very lovey-dovey with her. And he, um, he tell like if there, if he like misses his sons or something like that, he'll go through Ben's mom because Ben's mom is like, listen, your daddy wants you to come home, come home type thing. <laughs> So she was just like, Ben did not grow up in that environment. So, like, you have to be patient with him because Ben literally, like, I can give you the scenario. I sent him, I was in my feelings one night. I had went out and I was drinking. And I sent him this, like, long two-paragraph text message about how I couldn't wait for our future together. And I'm just so excited. And um, <laughs> she probably does every day. No, no, I don't do it every day. Not long paragraphs. I am very like lovey-dovey, but I sent him like this long paragraph and I sent it late at night. So I knew he was asleep. So he would wake up to it. So I woke up the next day and we have, I only have my read receipts on for Ben. So we only have our read receipts on for I each know other. You can do that. Yeah. You can do it per person, like within that text thread. Uh, so we only have it on for each other so i'd be knowing when he reads the text messages because we had an issue about that where i would be like nigga you're not responding quick enough i need to know when you're reading these text messages so anyway <laughs> we have our read receipts on our read receipts on and so he read it and didn't respond for like 30 minutes i was you know like oh, okay maybe he like i don't know what happened but i was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt so then when he finally responded he said okay and I was like, but I had sent him another text before that. So I was like, well, maybe he's just responding to that. So I was like trying to give him the benefit of the doubt again. Right. So then he was like, LOL, just kidding. I was, I thought that would be a good joke because you just sent a long text message and for me to say, okay, but I love you too. And that was his response. Okay. No. What? <laughs> You wanted him, you wanted three paragraphs. I wanted him to respond to, to the points that I made in yeah. the text messages. I did not want, and I love you. You say I love you every day. Not that that doesn't mean anything to me, because it does, but that's not what I, I didn't just say I love you. Yeah. I said a whole bunch of other stuff. So then we got into it for <laughs> a very long time because he just doesn't. And his communication style, I would say, is... Um, He's very petty and passive aggressive. That sometimes. wasn't on, that wasn't a part of the four communication petty. style. Petty, petty is not on. Petty is a part. Of give style. him, give him a good one, please. Well, he's passive aggressive, but he's also he's assertive with me because I force him to be assertive. But I think normally he's very passive because he doesn't. Nothing really bothers him. And honestly, assertiveness is a good communication style. Yeah. Everybody should be assertive. People should know how to communicate with other people in an assertive way. Yeah. So where everyone is expressing how they feel and you're having a mature adult conversation to progress 
Correct. And not just be correct. Stand still. You know, like right. I can't stand stagnation is stupid. That irritates me. And that, right. you know, for me it's just like when are you going to try? Especially if you're you're talking like you said that he's doing it now because you forced him to do it. But if you're with someone that like for a year, two years, three years, they still have not changed the way they communicate, something's wrong. Right. And right. it's to me, it's like it's almost unfair for you to continue to be an assertive communicator. No, that is true. Though. Yeah, it's unfair. It gets exhausting. You get you do get to a point where you begin to curse. Yeah, because you get you know so saying? frustrated. Because you get so frustrated, and I don't think they realize. And you know, I could be like going into this completely wrong, but I don't think they realize how much of. Um, this is a good thing that I'm assertive. Like how, right? Yeah, like I don't think you appreciate my assertiveness because this this makes things easier for you. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So it's just like you do get to a point where like you are giving in, giving in to this passive aggressive, like just this. You know, I don't know. This is this weird weird style of communicating. This, and I don't know. I guess because I work so hard to get to this place. I don't, it's almost as if it's like, it's a prized possession. Like, mm -hmm. don't fuck yeah, with that. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Because yep, my zen. that's, that's how, that's how I'm able to really, um, work problems. Exactly. Like, work and it took me a lot and, of work to get here. It took me a lot of work to get yeah. there. So do not take this for granted. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and another part of that is I'm a extreme, uh, threatener. Mm-hmm. And so when you get <laughs> me too. to that point, I just be like, all right, well, then we just don't need to be together. Right. <laughs> because... No. What are we doing then? Right. What are we then doing is this? Because I really don't understand. Like, I don't understand why you're still talking to me right now. Right. Like, I'm I done. I always and do then... that. I always do that. That's terrible in relationships. But some, it's hard. I, listen. It's really bad. That, that's, it's bad. that's common challenges, man. Because it that goes common into common challenges, challenges yeah. because... Good job. I'm good segue. Yeah. So, so the next question is, do you feel the need to change... Wait. Oh, no, no. In relationships, how has this communication style negatively affected? What were some common challenges that you've noticed within all of your relationships? And that's mine. Yeah. Yep. I think that's mine, too. Why are we together? That's crazy. Why are we still talking? Then why, then why are you with why me? Why are you still <laughs> why? here? Why are you with That's I love the why are you still here. Then what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? And then don't let them walk out the door. Where are you going? <laughs> oh, no. Look, I'll be like, okay, so this is what we need to do. We need to, like, we need to chill on it. Like, you know, we need to, like, begin to, like, like make steps on exiting out. Yeah. Let's go ahead and exit out smoothly <laughs> because you're not trying to resolve the situation. The I'm a smooth strategy. exiter. Listen, exit strategy. I'm all for a happy ending. Let's 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 part in in peace. How about that? Enjoy life. Because the way I we, hope life treats you I well. Hope, like listen, I, I love you. You know what? I really really love you, and I just hope you do well. I but hope you I'm do not well. about to deal with this. No, cannot. I'm not gonna. I it's, cannot, and I will not. And that has been, you know, for me, a common challenge. But being assertive, like the negative effects, is just when you're with someone that's not gonna be assertive. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, not. Staying in your assertiveness because I will resort back to aggress aggression and I yell. I don't necessarily curse, <clears throat> but I yell. Um, and it's like a, it's bad. Yeah. And the reason, like y'all mentioned, like childhood, the reason I think that I was so aggressive was because I couldn't say anything in my house. Like there was no like response. Yeah. You don't respond. So then, you know. With other people, I'm going to say what I want to say. Right. And um, in relationships like that, you know, when I'm trying to, I'm trying my best mm -hmm. to communicate with you well and you're not, yeah. or I feel that you're not, and I'm telling you how I feel, like that's my biggest thing is <laughs> okay. I'm telling you how I feel. <laughs> this is how I feel. And you're not responding to how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have some major issues. Yeah, I think my assertiveness definitely has some negative effects if it's a person who is not assertive. Right. Like, it's just, I can even take an aggressor. I can even take on that. Like, a person who has, like, an aggressive form of communication. But Because you're giving me because something. Because you're giving yeah. me something. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, that's the only thing. And I'm, I'm, an, I'm an extreme threaten, threatener, and I've already thought it out. Like, this is what needs to happen. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's terrible. It can be terrible when you're dealing with, like, it all depends on where your relationship is. I think, obviously, it with a tenured relationship where you guys have really matured together, you've grown together, it's not good to threaten because, yeah. you know, it's like it's not fair to what you've built and what you've worked on. But in the beginning, oh, it's, this is this is simple. Oh, you don't want to talk about it? Oh, okay. Okay. Right. And, and don't let me leave. Yeah. Because this is going to be it. I do that. Another thing that I do that's a common challenge for me is I speak in extremes. So you never do Ooh. this. Oh, I you do too. Always I don't. do this. I, I do. We don't ever do this. I mean, literally, I do that. And Ben be like, "But what about last week? Whenever you said that I did all of those things, <laughs> like what you talking about?" And I literally, I, I, in my my therapist and I have talked about it because she's like, "You can't do that you, for anything yeah. because nothing is is black or white. Why you do have you feel to." That you do that though. I don't know. I just get so mad. I just be forgetting. I forget about. So you think like in your mind you really forgot about it. So this is in not my like mind a at that no no in in my mind at that exact moment that I'm talking I am only thinking about what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you go. Th- yeah, I'm go. not thinking about what happened last week. I'm not Girl. thinking about when you bought me flowers. I'm not thinking about none of that. I'm thinking about what you did, how I feel about it, and how the and like how I feel like that is how you always are based Jeez. on that. And Ben always says it. He's like, you always forget. And I'm like, well, you're going to have to be patient with me. I'm patient with you. <laughs> and you're not talking. You're going to have to be patient with me. Because that's just, when I get really angry, I forget. And yeah. then once I cool down, I'm like, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, he does do things. You're right. He does love he me. He does love me. <laughs> he is somewhat emotional in his own way. And But yeah, I definitely, I am an extremist. And it's not a good thing. It's yeah. not a good thing at all. Especially it's, when when in tenured relationships. And it's almost as time. equal to the passive-aggressive person not really expressing themselves. That's how, like, yeah, that's the equivalent. bad it is. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. equivalent. Yeah, I mean, I do that when I get upset. For whatever reason, never and always comes out. Mm-hmm. And... I think it's like you said, I'm thinking about what just happened or what's taking place right now. And that is upsetting. So yeah. never and always comes out. But then I've dealt with the person that you could literally be talking to them about one thing and they do that passively. Well, it's mm. passive aggressive because they'll say, okay, well, I always do this then. I guess I just can never do anything right. And it's like, really? Did I say that? That didn't come out of my mouth <laughs> right. right now. Right. I didn't say that. Because that's what I like. I mean, and that gives you so even more mad. reason to be assertive. Like, no, that's not what I said. Exactly. I'm talking about this. this. So let's. And that's what I do. But being be like, no, that's not what you said. You said you always do. You didn't think I just about. Of what? With this assertiveness, I always feel the need to control the conversation. Really? Yes. And I think it's a common challenge because because of my assertiveness is like like prime example, right? If I'm dealing with someone who is passive aggressive and they're like, oh, so I always do this. I always do it. I'd be like, no. I said this, <laughs> this so let's talk about this. Right. You know, let's talk about that right now. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And it's not fair to the next person because I'm obviously in a communication with them. So I like to control my conversations. Honestly, that's how I make my money. I control the conversations that I have with the providers. I'm getting all of the information out of you to prove my point or to get X, Y, Z. So I need to chill on that. And I'm probably mad that I just gave that that. away. I just gave that away. You know what I'm saying? No, I think that that is... um, (laughs) That's gross. I will say this. I also think that that's a Virgo thing. You do think it is? I do. I think so. Because most people that I know that are Virgos are like that. They are are somewhat... And and controlling is is definitely used in a negative... It's normally commonly seen as a negative term. But I think that being controlling in certain situations is necessary, especially when... And it's also... it, It helps, like, drive... Correct. Conversations. I agree. So if you're talking to somebody, it's good who's, intentions. Yeah, who's passive aggressive, who isn't going to drive the conversation, and it's going to continue to go in circles. You have to make points A, B, C, and D because they're not going to. So Jeez. being controlling of a conversation right. is somewhat of a positive thing, but it is negative when you're overbearing to the point where you're not allowing them if they want to control the conversation somewhat. Well, I think it gets yeah. in the way whenever because it's always good to see that person's point of view right and right. i think by me stopping that thought or stopping them from what what i may feel going in a direction that is i call it like 
this is surface conversation. We need to go deep. And I need a, I need a, I can't, I can't stop them in their thought. And I need to at least see where they're coming from, even if I feel that it's just, just a surface issue, right? Oh, so you, you interrupt. You're an interrupter. I, I, I interrupt y'all all the time on yeah, the show, you know, and, an I, and that's something I've always been, I've, I've always battled with. Mm-hmm. But in terms of my assertiveness, it stopped me from getting to know their viewpoint if I feel that. Where they're going is not in the direction that we need to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, this is some weak shit. We need to go. Right. We need to hit it hard and do it the core. And we need to tackle that. And then we can go from there. And, you know, sometimes it's not fair. So I think that assertiveness definitely gets in the way of that. But my next question, do you feel the need to change or be aware of your communication style and why? How do you feel this? How do you feel this will improve your relationship overall? Yes. To both of those. Yeah. So you um, do feel that. Well, and I need to change the aggressive type of convert or the aggressive type of communication style that I get that comes over me when I am angry. Um, because as we said earlier, I think Michelle made the point, nobody's listening to you when you're screaming. Nobody's listening to you when you say you always do this, you never do that. And I definitely know for a fact that Ben does not listen to me. I am I'm also working on being quick to anger as it relates to my relationships. Whenever he does something that I don't think is right or I don't like or something that I don't necessarily agree with, I have to make sure that I try to stay as rational as possible because otherwise, especially because we're in a long distance relationship. So like when we argue, like we can't just come home and like have makeup sex. Like we have to actually deal with each other in a different way. And I have to try to remain rational um, and make sure that like I can point to the root of the issue and just get to the root of it and talk about that. And, but talk about it like rationally as rationally as I can in my anger. And that may mean that I have to say to him, I'm gonna have to call you back, Mm -hmm. calm it down, do something else. Because the Virgo in me is like, no, we need to talk about this now. No. But I'm angry. And yeah. it's not, it's literally, I mean, we we have four-hour arguments because I want to talk about the same thing over and over because I'm mad. And I want to be <laughs> like, but then why did you do it? Like, just tell yeah. me why. And they don't have an answer. So, um, yeah, I definitely need to change that and be aware of it and, and be aware in that moment. Yeah. And so work on it when I'm not angry so that in the angry moment, I can go back to that and say, okay, Clara. I know you're angry, but think about X, Y, and Z. Nice. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think my answer is yes to do I feel I need to change? Um, simply because with my career and being assertive, sometimes I can become the therapist. Mm. And I don't think that's fair to me because... I'm helping you work things out and you're not necessarily helping me work things out. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> like I start asking questions, well, how can you relate that to what's <laughs> going on right now? How does this make you feel? And it's like, that's not my place right now. You know, like we should be working through this together Correct. versus me Correct. working everything out. Correct. And um, so, yeah, I need to change that for me, not necessarily to benefit the other person. And, and that would be a benefit for them because I'm sure it can be overwhelming when someone is asking you to relate what's going on to your childhood because <laughs> I do that. Um, it's important. I mean, I yeah, just, you it know, is important. It's not fair to you, you're right. <laughs> but um, I shouldn't be the person doing that Correct. for them. You know, like if that's going to be the growth that they're going to take, like, okay, do you feel like you cursed because you were <laughs> just, just, just breaking not, everything down? Yeah, I'm breaking like, too why much do you down. Buy whoppers every Tuesday. I've literally <laughs> like made someone cry, and not because of like the things I said, but the things I made them think about. Yeah, in a simple conversation. Yeah, and it's like that's too deep. Like, yeah. but I wanted them to go there, but that wasn't. That's not my place. You know, right. like I'm not here for that in yeah. your life. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously here to help you grow, but not right. in that way. Right. Unless you're ready for it. Right. And so, anyways, I think I need to change for that. And then, um, the way it will improve improve my relationships is just that, like I said, like I won't be so overwhelmed with feeling that I have to control the way the conversation goes or that I need to 
progress us and I need to resolve everything, it'll be like a group or a collective effort between the both of us, you right. know, like sharing the responsibility of fixing problems that we have. Right. Um, I think I definitely feel that I need a change as well. Um, and I think that, um, well, I don't know if I want to change my assertiveness. I want to be more mindful of it given like certain situations um, because everyone is, I mean, it took me a good, not a long time, but it took me a good minute to like get to this point and everyone, I, in which I've realized everyone hasn't worked out their shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's not fair for me to judge them or for me to uh, like in the relationship based off of that. I need mm -hmm. to be, um, I need to make sure that I'm mindful of it and how it will improve is it will just improve my, my patience with them. You know, mm -hmm. like, I mean, I can have someone who's, you know, on paper and make money and like look good. And just like, damn, you dealing, you dealing with some shit that you went through. And I can see that you're dealing with some shit you went through from your childhood, even though it's not fair to me, but I, I need to make sure that I'm patient enough to give them that opportunity to filter through that, even though I know that, you know, eventually for themselves, mm -hmm. it'll be good for them. But, you know, I need to be more mindful of that. That way I'm like, hey, you should know this shit by 31. Right. You're 31 years old. You should know this shit, you know? So I think overall it would definitely help with my patience if I'm more mindful of it. And I, I think it's a good thing. I think me being mindful and aware of it is it really has helped me out. Um, even though I'm challenge, you know, I'm challenging myself to be more patient because I feel like, you know, obviously the saying "God gave you two ears and one mouth," you need to listen more, mm. is important. And with that mm. assertiveness and my strong feelings and this strong mind of mine, it can definitely. I don't. I don't want to say it gets me in trouble, but it, I'm pretty sure that I ruined relationships that could have possibly blossomed into something you know i agree with you so on that. if not a relationship but just a connection or a friendship so yeah. But yeah. I, I definitely hit Ben with the you should know this already we you have known me for 10 years you yeah. should know this and he's like mm. you change every day i can't <laughs> i can never know <laughs> what you have going on so i definitely yeah. hit people with that and you can't you can't assume anything right. when it comes to that this right. was some good combo y'all no, i enjoyed was some it good combo, <laughs> for real and my, lastly how is ne how necessary is communication in relationships i say it's, 10 you say <laughs> one to 10 yeah it's everything ten. yeah i mean i think it's everything yeah I, um i do want to share that i just feel like this is um something to share with the aggression and like being becoming angry um when I was younger, I talked a lot in mm -hmm. school. And so my dad, you know, he was always, you know, like, well, wanting to talk things out with me. And the one thing he would tell me was James 119, be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And he would, like, say it all the time, all the time, all the time. And it was not until probably, like, senior year of college when it really hit me, like, mm -hmm. you weren't listening. Mm -hmm. Be slow to speak also. Yeah. And so... The way communication is, <clears throat> um, you know, I guess essential in a relationship is to also listen. Yeah. Like, make sure that you're hearing what the other person is saying, even when they're silent. Right. Because silence also speaks. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just wanted to share that because I think that's important in, yeah. you know, like, I'm not preaching. I'm just throwing out no, there, like, be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger so that your communication can be effective. Right. Oh, and I forgot to add one more thing. You have to want to communicate and understand. Right. Like, because yeah. if you don't want to do it, you're not going to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, there has to be a want. And you can't be overly aggressive or overly assertive to make that person don't want to communicate with you anymore. Yeah. So right. sometimes you have to pipe down. Yeah. And allow them to want to communicate with you. Because I've gotten into some situations where people just be like, you know, I don't want to talk to you right now. And I can't blame them because <laughs> I'm okay with that. Through through. I think I'm okay with like I can't talk to you right now if you say I'm gonna come back to it though. Uh -uh. But if you just are like, <laughs> oh, I can't talk about this. No, what now? 
Yeah. That's nah. it? Like, we're not going to... we just just it? Yeah, you're right. I'm I need to listen more. I, I need to listen <laughs> more. I need to listen I do, more. I, I, I do think that that's very important. And I, I same here. I need to listen more. Even to the silence. Yeah. I mean, ooh, that's so hard. But I do need to listen more. Jesus, just give me patience, Lord. Right. <laughs> I need... Yeah. No, I'm the same. I, I definitely need to... Ben always says, I have to tell you things like three and four times because it's obvious you don't listen. Mm-hmm. And I do listen at the time, and then I just don't listen after that. So right. I need to definitely do that. Definitely be more, listen more, and be slow to speak, because I'll holler out quick, like, I scream quick. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, thanks for uh, expressing that. I'm pretty sure someone will definitely um, uh, take some of our advice or at least be relate to us in some uh, way. So please check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter at <laughs> Millennial Love. That's two L's, two N's, L O V three. Please go follow us, y'all. Like for real, we need we need to increase our followers. And we also are we you know we talk to y'all on Twitter a lot. So just Absolutely. hit us up. Yeah, we do. All right. What about the millennial moment today? I mean, let's talk about it. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, pause. I don't know what we're doing. That's how I was like, I don't know what we're doing. Um, the uh, the pregnant girl. Which which one do we have? Oh, like we have the one being married and pregnant. Like when should we have babies? Okay, that's I. And I, then I didn't write, yeah. there's an. I don't know about the other millennium. The one. other one is our going to worst the club. A new, a new story. That's the next icebreaker. No, that's the next icebreaker. Going to the club while pregnant. So which one you want to do now? Um, let's do the married one since it's talking about communication. Okay. I think I'm supposed to do it. Okay, go. Okay. Just make up a story, child. Yeah. Just... <laughs> All right. Yeah, just yeah. say like somebody's married. They recently got married at 26. Uh, or we can do a Generation X. Because they would be what thirty generation X is like thirty seven now, right? Mm-hmm. So just do a, we had a gener, generation X listener come in, got married seven years ago. I don't know. Like, I don't know. How, no, we can do it. I'm just. I, I'm just. I don't care. Which angle are we taking? Like a question, or just saying like that they didn't have kids and how great it was? Oh, I know. Yeah. Or maybe you could do it from a a millennial perspective, looking at. Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah, the millennial moment, um, we have someone that wrote in um, wanting to ask us questions about when to have children. Uh, you know, I don't know how. <laughs> right, because none of us have kids. Right, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try my best. So We got little brothers and sisters. Right. <laughs> right. So um, basically they said that they are 26. It's female they wrote in. She's 26. Her husband is 27. Um, they recently got married about eight months ago. And they are feeling pressured by family members and friends to have kids because they say each time they go to like family gatherings or a friend's house, everyone is saying like, when are y'all going to have kids? When are you going to have a baby? Whatever. It's Mm -hmm. time, blah, blah, blah. It's time. It's time. Pressure. But um, they're saying that like, hey, we also just are really getting into our careers. Um, My husband works a lot. I am, you know, trying to get used to being a wife and working as well. I talked to one of my coworkers who is 37 and their husband is 40. And she said that they didn't have kids until just now. And they were able to enjoy their marriage. They were married for seven years before they had a baby. Um, they enjoyed their marriage. They traveled. They did all types of things together and um, bought their house. They were financially secure and they wouldn't have changed anything on the contrary, like I said, I have family and friends that are asking me, when should I, I mean, when are we going to have babies? And they're saying that I need to go ahead and do it now before I get old. What they do y'all think? I love to say that. <laughs> old. Like, bruh, get out of here. Right. Um, I'm just a, f- I'm a firm believer of nurturing your relationship. So whatever that entails, like if you need to, if y'all still growing together and y'all haven't reached this point of like 
marital i mean after after the marital bliss stage or i don't know if it ever ends but like after you've reached that point it where ends. I think it ends, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like you know sometimes you may need to pop out a baby to respark it or like just to do something different but i feel like it all depends on like where you are within your relationship i think that people really know where the relationship is whenever they get married it's not something that is just gonna magically change after you you know, put a ring on it. Mm-hmm. If you feel that there Agreed. are still some things that you need to work on within your relationship, then work on that hole. It's not fair for the child to be brought into a situation where you have a, a mother or a father who is still dealing with issues from their childhood. I think a parent has to be mentally present and emotionally mature yeah. to, uh, you know, raise a kid yeah. or, mm-hmm. you know, to raise a kid, Agreed. period. Yeah. You know, so... Fuck your desires and just think about, will I be able to raise a kid right now? And will his or her dad be able to raise him or her mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. at this moment? And if the question is no, then chill on it and travel and do things and like work out together. Like build mm-hmm. that relationship where you guys are, you can't be moved. Because I feel like a, a mother, a, a, a mom and dad has to have like a bond like no other. You know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah. I remember as a child, like, my mom would tell me, um, um, I forgot. Never mind. I, I can't even go. I forgot what she said. But it used to be on the lines of, like, you are the child. I'm the parent. Let me handle this. Or, like, I'm yeah. going to do this. You know? And it lets me know. She was. She used to let me know, like, you be a child. Right. And yeah. sometimes current relationships are, you know, like, controversial relationships. Like, the child end up being, like, involved in their mess. And it's not fair. So as much as the clock may be ticking and you may want a kid, I think you need to really reflect and see, can y'all raise a child? I agree. That's a really good point, especially, you know, about nurturing the relationship and becoming one. One. You have mm-hmm. to come. You have to become one. Exactly. Together. Yeah. And Yeah. No, I think that's a great point. And I also think that not only with, like nurturing your relationship, your marriage, I think it's also important to kind of like to live as a unit together. Like you've, Mm. you've not, not like living in the sense of living in a home together. I'm talking about living life, like experiencing things together because once you have a kid, like that's it. I mean, unless you have like a live in nanny and your name is Beyonce Like, you're going to have to find a babysitter. You're going to have to, like, make sure that child eats. Like, you have responsibilities. And right now, like, y'all can spend all y'all money on traveling if you want to. And, like, come home and eat ramen because y'all are adults and y'all, like, are in love. Like, I feel like living as a couple and being able to have these experiences together is so crucial toward that growth and coming together as oneness as a couple. And I feel like people don't like older generations don't understand that like we've been literally in school for our entire lives and Mm. now we're finally making a little bit of coin we found somebody we want to spend it with and then they (laughs) immediately want us to like start procreating and that's out like i want to enjoy making a little bit of money with the person that i love the most and i don't see anything wrong with that now if you you know if you have some fertility issues then that's another question but another conversation but if you good and you, you know, you could pop out a baby whenever you want to, chill on it and just right. enjoy life with your partner yeah. for a minute. It's, and you, y'all, y'all, y'all deserve it. Like, yeah. this is a new life. You can't just go back and text your old booze whenever you want to. Right. You know, like, oh, it's just out. everything changed. It's going to take some the time. The old boo text is out. <laughs> it's going to take some time for your old booze to start following your DMs. So just chill on yeah. it. Like, just think. Like, for sure. Just chill on it. And I, I think another good point is keep people out your relationship. Forget what all these people are telling you or asking you because they're not going to come babysit when you want them. <laughs> right, girl. They're going to be going to brunch. Bye. Correct. Correct. And they're not going to pay for daycare and they're not going to pick your child up when they sick from daycare. They're not, You know, like it's so many factors yeah. that they are not going to assist you with that their questions literally mean nothing. Right. So, you know... They can ask all day, but don't let them asking affect 
your movement. Correct. It, right. I mean, it just really shouldn't. Apply, I agree with everything y'all said, but like you apply that pressure back. Apply baby. that pressure. <laughs> where, that, where your baby at? Correct. Are you gonna babysit? Why your baby still in? <laughs> How did you get through that? Tell me. You are so stupid. Why is your baby doing in kindergarten? Stop posting all those pictures of them going back to school. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. I like it. I am tired of it. Maybe because I have worked with these children at school. I'm like, y'all not that fly. They do not be that fly for the whole school year. It's going to be for a good two weeks. And after that, you're not going to comb their hair the night before. You're going to be rushing. Like It's all types of things. Don't let these people pressure you with their pictures on Facebook. Listen, when I have kids, I'm going to just have to fall off of Facebook because my all my social media is going to be about around the kids? my kids. Yeah, I just need to chill on it. Um, I'm not putting my kids on social network. Well, who knows what I'm really going to do, but right. I don't want to. But I'm just saying, don't let these people pressure you because yeah. of their questions. They're not going to be, yeah. you know, that involved with the child. And so y'all need to make decisions based on what Correct. you and the, your husband talk about versus what everyone else is asking. All yes. right. Well, thank y'all so much for listening to episode 31 of Millennial Love. Wait. Please. Word of the day. Jeez. I be forgetting I my was, word I of was the flowing day. out, my nigga. <laughs> I had the words flowing. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Okay, you ready? Yes. What is the word of the week? Word of the week Because last week was Kentakankaga. What was it? See, I just, I mean, why? Kentoka? What was it? Cantankerous. Cantankerous. <laughs> Where did you come up with this word? Okay, ready? The word of the week is temporize. Oh, this is nice. Say I it like with that. me. Temporize. temporize. Definition, to act to suit the time or occasion. To draw out discussions or negotiations so as to gain time. Read it in a sentence. You know the sentences be long. (laughs) (laughs) This one is really long. Make up a sentence. Okay. Temporize (laughs) comes from the medieval Latin word temporizare, which means to pass time, which itself comes from the Latin noun tempus, meaning time. Temporize can have a somewhat negative connotation. For instance, a political leader faced with a difficult issue might temporize by talking vaguely about possible solutions without doing anything. Mm, reclaiming my time. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's great, Car. Thank you so much for the word. Temporize. Wor- <laughs> Thank you so much for the word of the week. I will try to use that while I'm in New Orleans. Psych! <laughs> Anyways, y'all, once again, as I was saying earlier, thank y'all so much for listening to episode 31. Please go get some bioclarity. We love our skin. It's glowing. Seriously. Please go check out Audible. Please hit us up on social social media. We love interacting with you all. We are nice and we we are mean sometimes at the same time. But <laughs> we love y'all. Anyways, thank y'all so much. Bye. 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 Bye.